This is the Idle Thumbs Pod Blast for... It's the Idle News Pod Blast. Oh, yeah. This is the Idle News Pod Blast for June 18th, 2009. And I'm Chris Remo. And I'm Jake Rodkin. And there's nobody else here. <laughs> yep. We are lame and yep. sitting in Chris's apartment by ourselves. Nixon, Morocco, and... Uh, and we killed Steve Gaynor. Yeah, he's dead now. No, he's alive. Oh, okay, good. So, uh, <laughs> well, it was a close call. I don't yeah, know. I'm glad, I'm glad they pulled it out. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled it off. The paramedics. You know. Hey! <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Video games. Yeah. So, yeah. we're here all by ourselves because we're dumb. It's true. A second ago, I said we were awesome. Well, <laughs> anyway. there's only so long you can carry on that charade. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so what's up? Not much. Sweet. I hear you're, you're dead or ill. I'm, I'm ill for sure. Yeah, pretty. I'm pretty ill. I'm licensed. Um, yeah, because you're working on a Monkey Island game. I'm making a Tale of Monkey Island. A Telltale we forgot games. to actually talk about yeah. that. <laughs> we didn't talk about that last week, but that's okay. Um, yeah, at E3 we announced that we're making a new episodic series based on Monkey Island, and uh, you should all play it. TelltaleGames.com. That's the first time I think I've ever actually done that. That's really <laughs> gross. Sorry, everyone, for doing that. Um, but yeah, it is. It has caused me to not sleep. Or eat or play video games. But it can't stop you from podcasting. It can't stop me from trying three nights in a row to make a podcast and throw them all away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we tried this yesterday and things went wrong. Yeah, it was it was awesome. But we're back with a blast. Yep. So what are you doing, Chris? Um, I've been playing a lot of games for very short periods of time. Uh, like a little sampler? Yeah, like a cheese plate of games. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Some some use Steam. I use the digital cheese plate. That works. Biz. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Why did people stop making websites for us? I don't know, but hopefully someone will get digital cheese plate. Dot biz, <laughs> yeah. a virtual smorgasbord of video games. Yeah, that's true. To, anyway, you know. yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing a bunch of game, a bunch of games on Steam that I've been. Some a lot of them actually I I'd already purchased. Per, the purchased bought. So you've been like. Yeah, we're at the point now where, you know, people always complain about having the sort of stockpile of games that they've bought that they're never going to play. And now with the perpetual Steam sale, everyone also has the, like, <laughs> right, exactly. the, the Steam list of games. Like, oh, I bought this because I got my credit card in it already. And, you know, yeah, I know. It's it's ridiculous how easy bucks. it is. Yeah. Uh, that, that five bucks is sort of my 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 threshold where if, you, if you're at that point, like, if I'm remotely interested in a game... Uh, and it's on Steam, and it's that You'll price. You'll just vacuum like, it up for $5. I'll pretty much yeah. just get it. There's almost no reason not to. I mean, honestly, like, you could do that a dozen times. There's a starving kid in Africa <laughs> oh. who you could give that $5 to, or you could, you could give your license for uh, Peggle. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Steam donations. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I ruined that, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm guilty. Or not I'm guilty. I yeah, so what guilty. have you been playing? Uh well one of the things I did one of the things I did pick up was uh Shadowgrounds, which no one ever talks about ever. Um We've talked about it before. Have we? Oh, yesterday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um uh but yeah, it's like um it's a top down kind of Robotron style shooter thing. It's really simplistic. I don't even really know entirely why I'm playing it, but it's I mean I know I know why I'm playing it. It's because uh the We've talked on this podcast before about Trine, which is the 
upcoming wizard side scroller. Oh, that's it's not right. actually the wizard side scroller, but I'm pretty sure it's the wizard colon the side <laughs> yeah. scroller. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, this is an, a game that those guys made before they made yeah. wizard the side scroller. They're a Finnish development studio, and they're one of those studios who I don't entirely know how they exist. Like this, this is one of those studios who it seemed like there used to be a lot of these guys. Uh, a this lot type of Finnish of developers. No, a lot of <laughs> a lot of small studios that could somehow make these very specific games and sell them to some number of people and like keep existing. Like shareware. Yeah, like the companies who did shareware. Exactly. That's actually a really good comparison. Like these guys, I don't think this was this these were ever released as shareware's, but that's exactly what I mean. Like oh man, as shareware's. Shareware's, yeah, yeah. with a Z. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but no, that's actually I, I hadn't made that connection in my mind. But yeah, that's like. If you know what I mean, that's kind of the like the type of developer I'm thinking of. Yep. Um, who make games for like a, a very like I'm not a huge audience, but kind of a specific group of people that they can keep selling stuff to and somehow keep the lights open. And that's kind of I don't know if accurately or not, but right. that's kind of how I think of these guys because I don't know how else you could operate. So maybe. they made like a Robotron clone. Yeah, they made like a. Is it actually? Is it actually that that analogous to Robotron? No, no. I mean, there's a bit. You know, and what's it called again? Uh, Shadowgrounds. Okay. It takes place on like a different planet, like a Robotron Mars planet. Robotron. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's not like it's not like stage based like Robotron. I mean, you're so it's like a... open world Robotron. <laughs> yes, Grand Theft Robotron is yeah. what I like to call Shadowgrounds. No, it's it's just you go through levels and they're fairly linear with some kind of arena type stuff but i mean you go from point a to point b but it's not like a just like a square like robotron i mean you're going like, through an actual how is base. it like robotron is because it, it's like, top it, down and you're, like run, you're running around analog, and like shooting TV, same yeah you've okay. got your wazd for movement and then you've got your mouse to shoot and okay. you're just kind of so it's like robotron <laughs> thanks jake <laughs> um i'm playing the first one for, for whatever reason um but uh, I've heard the second one's better. I probably should have started with that. Uh, but it's pretty fun. Well, maybe the second one wasn't five bucks. You're right. Uh, <laughs> but I think you can actually. Jeez. I think you can actually get both of them in a deal for fifteen bucks. So um, I don't know. Uh, but it's cool. It's kind of a fun thing to do. It, it's kind of one of those games where I I play it and have fun, but then I'm guilty. I'm not playing something more uh, like like manly, ambitious. You know, I, I don't know, like. Something that is that is more rewarding or, or sort of complete. Like with an achievement system. <laughs> right. I'll just no. keep saying a thing yeah. after everything you say because <laughs> yeah. we got no one else here. I can't here. say I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, everyone. That's fine. Um, but do you know what I mean at all? Like, yeah. do you ever, I mean, it's like how I feel when I, like, for example, I mean, you mentioned Peggle earlier. That's definitely one of those games where it's not the best example because every I'm minute not... you're spending playing Peggle, you could be playing some astounding, mind blowing game. <laughs> right. And you can just, you can feel your life ticking away with every drop of the ball on a peg. Right, exactly. And every, I thought, yeah. It's not the best example because I'm not the biggest Peggle fan, but actually, like, um, what's that game that, that PopCap just made that I played all the way fucking through? Plants vs. Uh, Zombies. Yes, Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. That's a really good example of that where I was, I played through the entire campaign and the whole time I was just like, this is moderately fun, but like, I'm not. Yeah, but what? Getting yeah. anything out of this? I, I, don't so, know. I sometimes feel that way, but also whatever. For instance, full confession. Yeah. I bought Peggle for 99 cents on the iPhone when it was 99 cents last oh, yeah? week. I heard a lot of people did that, and it's the only game I've played all week. <laughs> really? Because well, that's only because I can just pop open the stupid thing and play. Yeah, it, yeah, but... yeah. Does it actually work well on that with the touch stuff? And... Yeah, it's like Peggle. Well, true. Fair enough. I mean, do you want me to talk about Peggle iPhone on the podcast? I don't know if we need to do that. Oh, well, we don't need to. But I'm, I mean, I don't know. It seems like yeah. a lot of people bought it. You drag your finger around to control the angle, or you can double tap to zoom in for more uh, fine adjustment. And there's a sort of tuning knob on the that you can scroll up and down the side of the screen to to do even more fine tuning. I see. So you can really, really get into to peggling. Yeah. But yeah, I I got the free Peggle with the orange box like the rest of the world. But then I right. sort of 
didn't really I sort of kind of thought that maybe I would want to play it and then realized that it would be a horrible idea to do that because <laughs> one it would destroy my life two it, the game just sort of annoys me on principle yeah same here but, that's that's my problem but then Peggle. when it was 99 cents it's like fuck <laughs> right. me all right fine yeah. fine Peggle you win this round super I unicorn actually, yeah I actually considered buying it for 99 cents because I saw so many goddamn posts on Twitter with people being like just picked up the new Peggle on my phone it's really cheap and I'm like oh I could it's only a dollar I'm not gonna miss it but I but then didn't. you thought of the African child <laughs> yes god damn it <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to keep reinforcing this image in my mind. Sorry. So all I can think about when I make frivolous game purchases is African children. That's Jesus. weird. Now I wish I wasn't even talking about this. Yeah, you've ruined it even further. Sorry. Um, no, though. I Actually, it's funny. A couple – I may have already mentioned this on a previous episode. I don't remember. But a, a couple months ago, I was look, I had a – I don't know, like two or three pages of, of games and other apps on my iPhone – and I'm like, I don't need all this shit on my iPhone. I'm not using all this stuff simultaneously. So I, like, I'm just going to pare down the stuff I'm not using. And then I'm kind of in a, I don't know. I'm just like, well, fuck it. And I just deleted every single game I have. And I actually haven't bought a single game on my iPhone since then. And I haven't really missed it at all. Um, it's really weird. So that was also partially why I didn't buy Peggle. Uh, yeah. It's because now I'm just. iPhone games were, yeah. I, I, I've bought a lot of them just because, like, for kind of the same reason that I buy things on Steam. Like, or that we were, talk- or that we're talking about, it's like, and, hey, yeah. this is like two bucks, whatever. Right. Uh, well, that's there now. <laughs> right, exactly. I, yeah, I mean, I I played a decent amount of Galcon when I first got right, there. Right, I remember that. I played a lot of, um, what was the tower defense? Uh, Field Runners. I played a lot of that for a yeah. while. That was probably the, the one game. That and the, and like word-based games like Wordle, mm-hmm. those are probably the, the only games I've ever played a lot of on the iPhone. And I did play a fucking lot of them. But I, I kind of got to the point where... Even more so than like sort of a guilty pleasure Steam game that I was describing. I, I don't know. I don't think. Well, the, the, the difference is that with is, the Steam games, I do eventually get back to them usually and right. put, and put at least a few hours into my five dollars. But with the iPhone, right. there have been a few times where it's like, oh, like I mean, I'm sure the number one one of those was probably Super Monkey Ball on launch day, where everyone's like, App Store, <laughs> right. Super Monkey yeah. Ball. Uh, well, that was that was four dollars and. 20 minutes of watching a sort of Genesis, Sega Genesis sprite of a monkey <laughs> right. rolling yeah. around. That's, that's too bad. Yeah. I just don't enjoy it that much as a gaming platform, I guess. Um, but Peggle's pretty good. No, I've heard. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. That's fine. No, Peggle. Like, it's not like there aren't good things on it, but I just, I guess I just sort of decided I have so many fucking gaming platforms all in my life simultaneously. I, I guess I just figured this is one that I don't really love. Like, I love my iPhone as a device a lot. I use it, like, to a, to a degree that I it sort of frightens me. Like, it, right. I, I don't really... Like, it could <laughs> be fused with your hand yeah, at this point? Yeah, it's horrible. I actually, that, it kind of disturbs me a bit, because it's like, I didn't even have one of these things, like, three years ago. Uh, and I think I was doing fine. But, like, anyway, that's another issue. But, yeah. but as far as the game, I don't feel that way about it as a gaming platform. And so, I've kind of just not... I kind of just stopped playing games on. Yep. So, what else were you playing on the cheese um, plate? Other than Shadowgrounds, I uh, I I just like literally two days ago started playing Cryostasis, which came out last month to no fanfare at all, as far as I can tell. Um, it's by I think a Russian developer. It's a kind of first person adventure sort of slight shooter kind of thing. Um, it's it's set in a frozen over uh, ship, like an icebreaker ship. Uh, that has been that has gotten just permanently wedged into into place, uh, and uh, isn't that, isn't, wasn't that in a Half Life game or canceled from a Half Life well, game? It's the, it's potentially in the upcoming episode three, and there's also a scene like that in Crisis. Okay, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, th- there's been that concept. So it's that scene the... from Crisis, but they like they put some more syllables. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, there, but yeah, no, there is that concept art from episode three, that awesome concept art of Gordon That's right, of the, next of to the, the frozen ship with yeah, the, old... the Borealis. Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's a game that I want to play really <laughs> fucking bad. Here. Holy shit. But no, th- this is the game you were, you were talking, you were, tra- you were telling me about it earlier. Yeah. I wonder when that was, uh, <laughs> where you go inside of a dead body and f- make them not die yeah, through, you, through puzzling you, right. apostrophe. You, you come across, um, it's kind of, actually, I, I have something to say about this that I didn't think of earlier. Um, you come across corpses that are, that, that are these frozen corpses in this place, people who have died on this ship. And I, I don't entirely know why you're there yet, but it's one of those games where kind of like Bioshock, you're sent somewhere, it seems, or you end up somewhere inadvertently and you, you're kind of finding out why, why you're right. there. And, uh, like a mystery, a mystery, you got to solve it. And, uh, you run, you touch these people and then you, you inhabit their past and you do whatever you do as that person to keep them from dying, essentially. And then when you transfer back to your own body in the present, uh, things, whatever thing you change is, you know, different. Ha! And, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that actually uh, sounds kind of cool. Yeah. And, and it's funny because apparently, you know, there's some kind of like loosely defined, uh, psychic resonance power thing you have you know it's like whatever bullshit they always think of for video games um and it's funny because when i i hadn't read any plot synopses or anything about this game i'd I'd kind of been you went in spoiler free yeah well sort of i'd kind of not deliberately um per se but i just you know i'd heard general things about this game and seen a couple screenshots and stuff along the way and i kind of knew it was coming out and i knew it was set in the ice but i didn't i didn't understand i didn't know that it had this this the player had this power and I'm actually, I was actually kind of disappointed to learn that because I was kind of liking, I was liking it when I was like my first kind of hour or so through the game and I had no idea why suddenly I was jumping back into this, into this person's memory and doing these things. And I, I kind of liked you that. You thought it was just a weird abstract narrative device? Yeah. Well, or something. I didn't know what yeah. it was. It could have been, you know what I mean? It's, and I, and I, I figured maybe it was me well, doing And then something, like a general comes in, attention, you have a psychic <laughs> power. No, you sort of, I forget how exactly I how exactly you, you figured out. I think that, I think the game might even actually just tell you in a, in a little tool tip that pops up, which was, yeah, you psychic power. What? Well, you know, cause what the whole this? time it's been like, press C to crouch, like, you know, and then eventually right. like that comes up and, uh, press F to win the game. <laughs> right. Nintendo help enabled you. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and, and I, it's, it made me kind of think it would be interesting to see more games that, that, do things like that and have enough, I guess, faith in their players to, to not to necessarily immediately couch it. Tips. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but, you know, as a broader issue, not feel the need to couch whatever you're doing in, in like a very explicit sort of, this is the crazy phenomenon that's going on. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there doesn't need to be the three wiki pages explaining <laughs> right. the, the, the yeah. inner mechanics of your, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the, like yeah, sci-fi movies f- for forever always really love showing you exactly how like the door to the spaceship opens. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's funny, uh, Jake. We, we were talking about this like a month ago or something, and I it's not entirely related. It's slightly different, but I I don't know. On that note, I was reading um, uh, I was reading some stuff about the original Star Trek series. I I'd never really known much about Star Trek, and then the Star Trek episodes were on, on free to watch on YouTube, the original series free to watch on YouTube a while back. And so I watched, I watched them all. And, uh, and I, I went and I was reading some stuff about Gene Roddenberry and it, and it was saying, uh, when he, when he thought of this star date conceit, 
um, to him that was just some vague system that it was sort of a thing where it's like when you know he had it in the little writer's guide and it was like when you write a star trek episode you have some numbers that you make up and you put them in front of a thing and it says start date this and it just kind of places you in that world and they have a different system of keeping time than we do and it has different factors involved but who the fuck cares what it is it doesn't really matter and there was never any intention at all to uh maintain any kind of any kind of consistency but anyone watching the show would never i certainly never would have noticed that and it and i it made me really happy because it I, it was one of those things that be, like just because of his intention it made it impossible for all the dorks to go back and like work out all the formulae involved for creating a start date, which is exactly right. what they would have done if they could like no offense to guys who are into that kind of thing but sort of but offense, offense to you like, apparently yeah. geez <laughs> well I don't mean offense like personally, but I mean, I do that just that does stuff does kind of I do think it's kind of dumb. Like, I, you know, I don't think there's any need to go into that. And I and I like the fact that he specifically that he specifically uh, has stated in ways that cannot really be argued like, well, it's just something that's there and it's just kind of part of what this world is. And that's about it. And I, I kind of like that attitude. It's not completely uh, analogous to this. This is more of a metaphysical, like weird thing. But I don't know. I, I wish there were more game developers who are willing to take that approach and not get bogged down not, into not the... the approach to deliberately sabotage your fans but just to... <laughs> well yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean i personally don't really mind things that have a very specific sure design behind them in that regard yeah. but but yeah i feel like yeah people people spend some sometimes too much time or feel the need to to explain their reasoning and actually like what you don't you don't think that okay well look all right here I will pull back the curtain and show you the exact four hundred years of backstory behind this and like the right. yeah, it's, not doing that is also fine yeah and uh, and so I was that that kind of came to mind when I was playing Crystasis for some weird reason but I but I still like the I still like the basic concept and uh, I'll play more of it but yeah so it, it it does at least not have someone say. Remember when you were six and you yeah, fell right. off the fence and yeah. You know, well, it it might. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. Soon. Yeah. It does have kind of flashback sequences that are that that actually pertain to your own character that I think are just straight up memories. Um, but those tend to be memories of things that happened literally like moments before the game began. I really. I don't. <laughs> I thought you were to say moments before where it's just <laughs> it's like a ghost a ghost car of yourself where you go back. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. What? That would be crazy. Um, God, I, I think we talked about this before, but I'm still blown away. We talked about this actually during one of the GDC casts, but I'm still blown away by that goddamn Archon RTS game where you can just constantly be going <laughs> oh, back right. in time and into yeah. the future and shit. Jesus. One thing Cause that, that does have stuff like that. Yeah. One thing that Steve was talking about on the failed version of this, uh, was that you could p potentially possess a slab <laughs> of meat. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think we have a clip of that. Can we play that? <laughs> The, the clip that I've seen from that game is that uh, you inhabit the body of a cat. Oh, no. You inhabit the body of, like, a steak. Like, there's a steak that was sitting <laughs> on a table, and you go into it, and then you see the cow's last moment where he's on a conveyor belt, and the cows in front of him are, like, getting their heads chopped off by, oh, a, by a guillotine, and then you just go into the guillotine, and it falls down and goes back to black. <laughs> yeah, I've only inhabited humanoids up to this point. So, apparently, you can't save that cow's life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but, it, but well, that's the thing is that everyone is like you encounter dead bodies frozen in ice or whatever, mm -hmm. and you can change the past to make it so they never got frozen in ice. So it would be amazing if you could like get into that cow <laughs> and like you have you Quickly, have you have sentience now, so you like jump off the conveyor belt and you actually have to like run out the front doors then before you do, the like, guys a kung fu move. No, 
Oh, okay. Well, that, that doesn't happen. No. But I was just, you know, like, if, yeah. if you could actually escape out As into the cow, like yeah, out the front door into the field and then that piece of steak just disappears <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome i needed to recharge my health <laughs> i'll go back and do that again uh but yeah cryostasis a weird game yeah it is, it is odd and it's it's odd i think i mentioned this it's odd how it seems to have there see now we just played that clip of steve talking about it all right well thanks steve <laughs> uh Weird. Okay. <laughs> See what I just we did? Just, we just uh, altered the path of this podcast by going back in time and yeah, uh, possessing ourselves from yesterday, altering the path of the present. We didn't actually do that. We played an audio recording. Shh. It's an audio log. Man, you're being, you're being the guy now. You're being the tooltip who's coming up and <laughs> explaining it all. Here's what actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, one thing I, I, I should warn about this game is that the system requirements are a little steep. So if you actually are interested in this game, I would check that out. But I, I, uh, I do hope this game does at least moderately well. I know it's not going to be, I, I don't think the review scores have been off the charts, but they, but they haven't been terrible either. And, uh, it's the kind of thing where I, I would like to see this developer do more stuff because this, it's such a different game. Like it's a very low key, at least what I've played of it so far. <laughs> It's a very reserved, low-key game in a way that is very unusual. Man, you're busting up over there. What's going on? I I'd, like, I'd, I'd like to see it do moderately well. I'd like to see it do well, but I'm just saying realistically, it's probably not going to I'd like to see them stay in business, but still, you know, I'll be wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? Thanks, Jake. <laughs> now I'm an asshole. No, I, I would personally <laughs> like to see it do well, but I, I suspect it, it probably is not going to be a massive success just based on how much uh, attention I've seen it get. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Good luck to those guys. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Woo. It it actually reminded me of um Penumbra a bit, which, which you all, were also playing. Yeah, I've also been playing. Also not long enough to to be uh very concrete on one. So way like other, seven point five? Yeah, you know, seven point three, seven point oh, seven. Yeah. Solid. Oh man, somewhere in there. Solid it's yeah. a solid seven seven. Yeah. No, I don't know. I have no idea what this what the score would be. But uh it's also a kind of first person adventure thing. Um, a little with closer to physics a, engine. Yeah, with with heavy physics stuff, but it's closer to a heavy physics. Heavy. It's a little closer to a to a more traditional adventure thing. In it's that, like you like point and click. You have some nine verbs. Yeah, it's, a t it's actually a text parser. Oh, yeah, you'd be surprised. No, it's a it's a first person game, but it's got. I think it just might surprise. It's, you. <laughs> oh man, did you see that clip of Iwata from the Nintendo press conference? No, being like, was there? Was it there will a... please you with a depth. That might surprise you. Whoa. <laughs> Which really enjoyed me. I really what? enjoy. Good morning. When you insert your finger in the inner world of your body, this will please you with a depth that might surprise you. I very much look forward to that day. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. That's that. That is a mustache twirling. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like perhaps love it has a moments. second port, and we'll yeah. reveal soon what that does. You'll it's find this port has a little secret involved, or something. You didn't <laughs> yeah. say something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's microphone port. Yeah. Well, I thought there was a secret. You'll see <laughs> when we never release uh, a microphone headset peripheral. Oh yeah. Did they never do that? I don't know. Maybe they did. Talk to Pikachu might have appeared That's on that the system secret. or something. You can't buy it. <laughs> I think it probably has a mic. There's, yeah. there, is there one? It's got a mic on the system, so there probably wasn't a huge market for that. Listen. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I like when Iwata does that, yeah. sort of. You love it. <laughs> it's my favorite. You live for it, for for sassy, coy hints Yeah. from the president of Nintendo. <laughs> yeah.
Anyway, um, man, by the way, speaking of Nintendo, now they'll help you beat the game. That's true. They will help you beat the game. You just <laughs> pause it and then I guess it just takes over. Yeah. Kind of weird. I, uh, it's a very strange thing. Like, I wonder, I don't know. Like, I've seen some. Uh, <laughs> Do you hate I, playing a game? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, I don't know. I've seen people online compare it to hint, hint guides, but I don't really think it's the same thing. The hint guides in the game. Well, is, even, is the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even a hint guide in the game is a little different. You know, I mean. Yeah. If, well, I mean, like, maybe I could talk about Telltale games. Our games have an in game hint system that isn't, uh, yeah. but it's, it's, where characters will just there's you know a constant sort of uh layer of logic that's running that sees how long it has been since you've done something or where you know how many times you've gone back and forth in an environment without interacting or how many times right. you've talked to people in ways that aren't critical path and then characters will start saying oh maybe you should go over here but it, it doesn't ever actually just like grab sam and sam and max and like all right <clears throat> i am now walking him <laughs> to the goddamn moon because you uh paused right. the game yeah or whatever I mean, it is. Right, I don't think right. you actually just if you leave the game on pause for too long. <laughs> yeah, it's like Sonic the, the Hedgehog like the sort of starts tapping just, his foot and looks <laughs> at the screen and then it says, All right, fuck. Well fuck it, I'm just going. I'm, I'm <laughs> screw <here>. you. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be amazing. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I it's it's a little different, I guess, because I mean, has there ever been a hint guide for a Mario game? Like has anyone ever published that? No. I don't know. Oh, oh yes, what? Of course. No. No. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo, like the, the Mario Players guides came with Nintendo Power. Oh right, of course. Yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah. Pfft. Hello. Yeah. But it, but it's it's weird though. I mean, it's like I can't get past that Goomba. You know what I mean? Like there's no hint guide for that. I mean, I guess that's why they're making this. Press A to jump on a guy. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh it's weird. I wonder if you'll be able to literally just turn it on at the beginning of the game it's and like just, Nintendo on. Imagine how yeah. Imagine how much easier it'll be to capture gameplay footage. You can just, I don't know, put it oh, on, yeah. go get a cup of coffee. All those, all the, the YouTube playthroughs of perfect playthrough of Mario <laughs> right. 3 ruined because you can just press perfect playthrough of Mario 3. And you know what would actually be kind it. of sweet is if you could race the tutorial ghost. That would be kind of awesome. Race the tutorial ghost? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it was just a ghost and not your actual guy. I mean, I wonder if it is. Maybe it's a guy. Maybe it's a ghost. Maybe it's actually the Nintendo helpline has copies of the game. And it's using uh, We Connect Twenty Four. <laughs> yeah, the uh, so like, Nintendo uh, Game Master, right, or whatever it's like, they're it's called, like the, like the like, Dell or HP help client, where you can right. talk to a person on chat. Oh, you want me to get that? Hold on, boop boop. Player three is synced up. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just kills you. What? See ya. Ninety nine cents for the first minute. Right. Yeah, this is gonna be hard. This is yeah, that would actually be amazing. This would be this is gonna be really hard to do in a three D game, though. I mean, maybe I maybe it's not. I don't know, but it seems like. Uh, well, maybe it doesn't. I, I, given that no one knows anything about how this actually yeah. works, it could also just be, oh, you want to get over there? Bloop, you're there. Right. Congrats, you're through the door. Yeah. You're on level six. Could, I mean, you could just, just debug that. and. That's true. Yeah. As opposed to you watching them do it. Yeah, I mean, well, is, yeah. it, is, it, a, is it a first party only thing or is it actually like... Because it seems like... Yeah, I mean, I think you have to implement it. Right, write your own thing. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, oh, we've got Nintendo help control your character library. No, I mean, I'm pretty uh, sure you've got it. I, I would imagine this thing, this kind of thing would, would require just, fairly extensive implementation yeah, for like each game. Of, yeah. It seems like the sort of thing that Nintendo would not, <sighs> based on just sort of the way that Nintendo stuff works, I can't imagine third parties adopting this no, without it I can't being imagine a that super sticky thing like EA casual stuff might right. just, just because they want to hop on that bandwagon if it catches on, but I don't, it's not like achievements. Right. Where, yeah, where, just, where there actually is a sort of layer yeah, on top. Right. Like, 
I mean, oh, Nintendo's I, I not mean, Nintendo. Honestly, most of their stuff does not work like that. I mean, this is how like well, most I, of their stuff is, where you've got to really just implement it on a yeah, case like, by like case like basis. The home menu, game. right? I don't know if I can talk about that. Is that a known thing that every developer has to implement their own instance yeah. of the home menu? Okay. Like, it's not like the Xbox where you press the Xbox button. And, and it's an actual over system level It's not, it's level not where it's like right. your engine is now drawing its own version of the Blade library. It's a... Right. Yeah. No, it's it's totally different. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't do a lot of stuff with like kind of all per, one per, one size fits all APIs. They don't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's odd. So, I don't know. Maybe this is the first time. No matter, no matter, no matter, no matter what your game That's- is... <laughs> You know, you're playing through Call of Duty, and then woo-hoo, Mario just comes in and finishes the <laughs> it's level for you. Mario, yeah. Mario's your helper. Yeah, yeah. that would be pretty. Or great. It, maybe it's the it could be the help cat from the picture channel could also just show up and <laughs> yeah. uh, allow me. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Pixel Cat. Sweet. I'd play that. So that's probably happening. That's probably what it is. Yeah. We're under arrest for <laughs> yeah, the f- being awesome. Yeah. It is odd though. I mean, I really think it's a really strict. Like, I think even the fact that they're implementing it at all is a crazy thing. Like, I mean. I don't know. It kind of makes me uh, – uh, this is maybe a topic we don't even want to talk about because it's stupid and long and grumbly. But like – so just cut me off if so. But I don't know. It is uh, – like I do – as much as Nintendo – it's inter- It's interesting and it's cool that they're trying to get more people involved in games. I do – what? No, I just – get as much eye rolling and sighing in as yeah, I possibly can. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, like I wonder what – I wonder if they have kind of a – like a progression in mind for – kind of what people will get into and if that will lead them into other things. Like, I wonder if they actually have sort of a best case scenario for this person picks up cooking mama or like whatever the we play or whatever, you know, picks up something like, what do they buy next? Like, are we trying to move them into Mario and then something else? Like, I don't know. Like, what are they trying to do? Cause it seems like an odd thing to, for people probably who have either haven't played a video game in a super long time, or maybe this is the first Wii game they get that isn't Wii Fit and Wii Play and all that, to be like, this is I mean, what you can do with the video game. You can turn it on and, and like, if are they going to be putting this stuff in the in the core games? Is is well, the first game it's in is New Super Mario Brothers. That's the one it's been. That's I but think I mean, the like, only one. Are we going to see it in Zelda 2010 or 11? Oh, or whatever? No, I, I mean, doubt it. I doubt it. I, I have it, no idea. It I'm seems just, like it seems like. The, a 2D Mario game and like at most extreme case a 3D Mario game is, right. is often like on the Venn diagram of people who play Wii Fit and core games and core gamers like that one is kind of oh, no, in totally. the middle but like you can't go too much further although I would love it if there was a uh, a Nintendo help in Wii Fit where it would just do, <laughs> do, the, do the sit-ups and stuff for you not losing enough weight <laughs> Enable Nintendo help. The ghost is way more fit yeah, than you it's are. Yeah, it's this ripped ghost. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, uh, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. But but you know what I mean at all? Like, I, I may not have explained myself very well. Like, I'm curious. I don't what- think that, I think that they, I think that, uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the Nintendo keynote, so I don't really know. But <laughs> this is a suspicious confession. But all that I actually watched was the YouTube video of the Bombcast talking about sometimes uh, or maybe and never. Oh yeah, that's the only thing I've seen from the Nintendo thing as <laughs> yeah, well. Actually, <laughs> all I've seen is all I've seen is that. And I uh, sort of feel like there isn't really a path. Is it they they see the. I mean, I think yeah. I think that Nintendo potentially does see it as a Venn diagram of circle of people who play Wii Fit. And we sports and we play and whatever casual yeah. cooking mama or something. And then right. there's the people who are in it for Zelda Metroid Mario, yeah. Pikmin multiplayer. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, no, I think you're actually right. And then there's a little intersection. And I think that on the pie chart of the casual group, they probably are like, well, maybe this, maybe this, you know, there's a percentage of people who will end up bleeding over, like as you get older or younger, 
Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, but I think that they just have a new market that, no, that they're exploiting, right. and I don't think that they're hoping that they're going to convert those people, which yeah. sucks. But what do you do? No, it's true. I think you're right. I, that, that's, a, that's a good point. And I, it's funny because it is so incredibly different to how Microsoft and Sony clearly look at it. Which is now that we've gotten rid of this controller, everyone's going to play a game, and then they're going to play a Halo game in five years. Yep, like your mom will be playing Gears of War four <laughs> right, exactly. with her brain. Like you know, that's probably what Microsoft intends to happen. I can't imagine people thinking that. Well, not. I mean, that's exaggerating. I think it's what I think it's what people sort of at the want. bottom of their mind, like the back of their mind, sort of are hoping hope, for like, theoretically. They, like, yeah. The, like I, I, I would not be surprised if there are things that sort of just charts and sort of long term plans that sort of have that trend built into them. Right. But I think. The more overt hope, I would imagine, is that now that they have these other control methods, they're just going to get a glut of stupid uh, casual games that people will eat up. Right. Well, they might. Although they might not. I mean, the idea of having to buy a, a peripheral to do that is difficult. Well, there's probably. that rumor that the Project Natal is on an all-new console. Set, or that it is a the new console. Oh, yeah, shit. There's all that, so I don't even know what to there think is of any no of that console. stuff. So I don't even, it's just, I don't even want to... <laughs> You Think open up it. a paper bag and, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you thought we just got rid of the controllers. We got rid of the consoles, too. <laughs> You're actually just playing charades. like. <laughs> yeah. It's like on TV when the camera pans around. From, You're just watching Family Matters. Like, <laughs> there's no game there. In the there. lifestyle footage. Right, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Driving, driving, race car, Formula One. Got it. Okay, good. Nice. Kickboxing. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> so what Natalia is actually, it's actually... It's actually it's voice box. activation that changes the channel. So, <laughs> <laughs> racing! And it actually just goes to the NASCAR channel or whatever. Right. And you just go, is, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the kid in the arcade playing on the insert coin screen. <laughs> yeah. But with your HD television. Hilariously, that might have actually happened to some extent, like during a Microsoft demo of this. I don't know. Someone uh, someone compared some some lifestyle videos of some famous dudes. I don't know who they were, but... It was it was video Microsoft shot of famous people playing uh, Project Natal game. Like it was the burnout game that they retrofitted the thing into. It's like I'm driving. Right. Game over. Blinking <laughs> yeah. on. Screen. And apparently, the the exact same footage was on screen for both of the. Like it was a car that kind of skids off the track and then bounces off a side and then flips upside down and crashes and then it's like you crashed. And in both cases, the same foot like the actual right. same frame by frame footage was on and the guys playing it in both cases were. We're like, oh man, I totally spun out and burned out and crashed. If that was real life, I would have just been owned right now. And it, and maybe <laughs> it was actually a sham. Like I don't know, but apparently people played it. So cool. Maybe it's real too. I don't really know what that meant, but something was weird. Uh, what was I talking about? I think somehow originally I was talking about uh, Penumbra. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of something way less hilarious, uh, I don't know. That Adventure came. games. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's actually a very, <laughs> it's a, but I mean, it's, you know, it is, it's a very like melancholy, solitary game, but I kind of like that about it. Um, I like games. I, I think that's, that's a, a vibe that can be done well in games and be really cool and uh, immersive and interesting. Um, it's what I liked about, I mentioned this the other day, the Metroid Prime games, but the reason I bring it up again is because. But then you'll love the new Metroid game. Yeah. Sorry, the reason yeah. I want to bring it up is because I, I think that, did you see that trailer? Yeah, it was awesome. It was horrible. Oh man, <laughs> I love anime and dubbed anime actors. So, um, and I love Metroid games. So, what I've always wanted, if I, you know, playing the Prime games, you just think to yourself, I wish that characters would talk 
and with really stilted dialogue and bad voice acting. And why I wish can't I- Samus flip more times? Yeah. Why can't she look like uh, some sort of like you know anime lady? Why can't there be a general? That's what I wanted to know. Yeah, and they were, they were they, kind of all of my wishes are fulfilled with this <laughs> game. Yeah, Team Ninja. Why can't from the why team, can't they yeah. do a Metroid game in 3D that has zero suit Samus? You know, posing. That's what I was asking. Also, now yeah, and now there's some flips and stuff. And Man. the answer is we can. Yep. Thank God. Yeah. Because. Yeah, playing Metroid Prime. Pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, that game sucked. Not immersive and amazing. Yeah. It's too bad because there were kind of some steps taken towards that in Metroid Prime 3, but uh, it seemed like they kind of tried it for a bit <laughs> and then kind of gave just up. We totally internet guide right there, but like the opposite of that. That was horrible. Sorry. Look, sarcasm. <laughs> I'm well, the worst. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about anyway, that. Anyway, I was, I was, when, yeah, when that, when, what's the, what's it, Metroid something? Other M? Yeah, it's the other M. When that was announced before the videos were shown and stuff, yeah. I remember there were just people kind of said, oh, hope it's not full of full of dialogue and cheesy action and stuff. In really? The trailer. Was yeah. it announced before the trailer? I only saw... I, only... I think I think people had... There were some write-ups of the trailer, but oh, the video okay, hadn't I come see. up. There was a six-hour okay. window of like, right. oh, okay. And then the trailer came out and it was, it was that. I think there's probably a lot of people who are super into that, though. There are a lot of people. I saw I saw links where people were like, you may never have realized that what you wanted was for Samus to pull off crazy Final Fantasy style combos. Yes. And but you actually did, and here's why. A trailer from the people who brought you Dead or Alive. Yeah. Uh, uh it's actually not what I want at all. That tra- I don't I mean, I don't know. I, I've maybe it's totally Metroid out for the gameplay part, but like yeah, I mean the game. The I game could be super sweet. Maybe it will be. I don't the know. The presentation felt like they didn't succeed. Like, like and there was, me there was like that all. sort of the era of like your license is a sort of is a two D game. It's it's actually what I had expected to happen when Metroid went three D for the first time. Oh yeah. But it's it's like it's gone even for like the, that trailer at least feels like it's gone even more like three D O port than <laughs> uh, than than uh, you know. I mean, it just it feels like someone got a hold of the license in an era when people forgot that what people like in continuations of the series is the gameplay and not just seeing the character looking better and doing more extreme tricks. Right. Uh, and I thought I really liked that Prime felt like tonally and from a gameplay standpoint like a Metroid game. Yeah, I completely agree. And this game seems to just be like, what if Samus was in 3D? Like, wait, it already, <laughs> yeah, already exactly. was. What if we could have games? pre-rendered cutscenes? Yeah, well, or whatever they are. Hopefully it's amazing. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, maybe it will be. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm already pretty unenthused about this yeah. game. Like, I'm not going to be paying any attention to it uh, actively. But uh, it's funny too because uh, just actually yesterday or, or today or something, I um, I happened to see a trailer for a fan remake version of Metroid 2, the Game Boy, the one on Game Boy, which I kind of liked actually. I kind of liked that game. That's the Return of Samus. The Return of Samus. Yeah, and. Uh, and you know it's it's a it's I don't think it's an it's probably an essential thing to play if you've played Metroid Two. I mean it's I think the same game with SNES era graphics. I mean it, right. it's, it's like Metroid a Super Metroid, Super Metroid treatment. Yeah, but honestly, like the the sharp contrast in my mind created by the most recent Metroid thing I'd seen before that being the other M trailer, going from that kind of crazy flip fest to a you know full on just like solitary metroid samus with cr- like cool atmospheric music exploring crazy space station god it was it made me it, that 
having that low point in my mind previously made my enjoyment of this trailer so hilariously extreme. I'm like, oh man, a Metroid game. Metroid. It was really cool. I don't know. <laughs> it was worth watching that trailer for that reason. Hopefully these guys don't get shut down. They will. Especially now that we've mentioned it on the award-winning Idle Thumbs <laughs> yeah, podcast. I know. Now that everyone from Nintendo is going to hear it because we... They all listen to this. I think that's true. Well, I mean, you guys are all listening at, to this at home through the Nintendo channel on your Wii. Of course. Or through the fart program on your iPhone. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> One of those, too. Yeah. Yeah. We've got stat tracking now, so we know <laughs> where, where most people are listening. Sweet. Non-existent functionality on the Wii and that fart program. That's our base. Cast. Yeah, it's our yeah. base. Good. Well, that's what I think about Penumbra. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, God, I really should say something about this. Um, the Penum game, Penumbra games, Penumbra games. Okay, anyway, moving on. on. <laughs> 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 Ta-da! Uh, they were recently on sale for five bucks, and so I, I did pick that up because they're all together, five dollars. And there are two games in an expansion. Here's more sales you missed by Chris uh, <laughs> Cheeseplate well, Ramo. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Uh, they might still be cheap. I don't really know. But... Uh, uh, I don't know. They're they're very heavily physics driven. It's kind of like a lot of the physicsy stuff from Half Life Two, but more but like without shooting, more central again. to the game. Yeah, mm. and less and less shooting. And so it's all sort of stacking plastic things on a on no, a, a no. seesaw. There's combat, but it's just with with combat, like hand to hand stuff that you do with swinging things around. Um, so but it's, it's like Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> what you know you get the paint can and <laughs> no i mean like put the micro machines on the ground <laughs> right exactly oh cool yeah you heat up a, a doorknob um <laughs> that would actually be awesome there's probably a game that's done that heat up the doorknob uh no but i mean like actually swing stuff with your hand like you the way you you manipulate items is by dragging them around with your mouse right um <laughs> sorry that's fine Man, you're, you're amused. It just swings stuff with your hand in a physics game. Reminds me of in Half Life Two when you have like the huge crate and you're trying to get it through the door and it swings. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. And imagining a combat system based on that, where you would just sort of look like a poorly animated cartoon trying to hit someone right. with a stick or something. Right. Where you where you create the effect where you end up shooting the thing off at some right. insane <laughs> speed <laughs> because you break the physics. Right. The just, the, yeah. Yeah. You end up getting like divided by zero. Themselves like, and it goes issue. flying off. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So that's how you fight people. <laughs> That would be, that would be an amazing game, actually. I mean, I'm sure everyone in the entire world has joked about a fighting game called Z Fighters that is just uh, polygons, <laughs> polygons intersecting. A lot of people aren't going to get that. Oh, Z Fighting is, you know, when when uh, the Z buffer calculations, you know, you're in an area where it's not Overlap, giving you a lot of yeah. space, so two polygons intersect, and that's where you get the flickering stuff. But if that if that was happening as well as those being physics based objects, so they would end up going <laughs> and then go flying off into space. Uh, I, yeah, sorry for that horrible explanation of a Z buffer. I don't entirely understand it. That's fine. I mean, Look that, it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, Z fighters though. That's, that's, <laughs> there probably has been a game called Z fighters. Yeah, we're just two that things intersecting. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Two polygon or two poly yeah. polygon two polygamous characters intersect. <laughs> anyway. Made by Team Ninja. It's in the Metroid Other M game. <laughs> also Mass Effect. 2. In conclusion, Penumbra. and Dragon Age. What? I said in conclusion. Oh, I, yeah. Penumbra. Also Penumbra. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you might like Penumbra. Go look it up. I don't know. God, I'm, I give up. It's a physics-based adventure game that has a sort of melancholy atmosphere. Yep. Exactly. Well done. Uh, I haven't played it. And I know <laughs> yeah, nothing about it. I've you know just, more than I've I just do. heard you talk about yeah. it 15 times. <laughs> and uh, I also played Blueberry Garden. I played through that. Hmm. That, I think, probably still is $5 on Steam and uh, made by a dude. It actually won uh, at the Independent Game Festival this year at GDC. Um, and it's crazy. You know what? I, I, um, 
I just I thought of something the other day. This game actually reminds me a lot of uh, of uh, Nobi Nobi Boy. Not mechanically at all. It's not remotely similar. It's a completely two D game, and it's about it's sort of side scrolling ish, but you can kind of fly around and move objects, and you're trying to get to a goal. Sort of. It's hard to explain, but uh, the thing that it reminds me of is that. Remember when we were watching all the early Nobi Nobi Boy trailers before we actually really knew what you were doing in the game? Mm-hmm. And it was just like the trailer. <laughs> yeah, and there's like the robot spinning around right. and shit is happening and there's like this worm guy right. doing stuff. And it's you you have no idea how that trailer is going like, to actually correlate yeah, into exactly. what you do on the screen. And yeah, the Blueberry Garden reminds me of that. It's the same thing where you Except watch... That you're already playing the game. What? Like you... Oh, I see. Go ahead. Well, I mean, like, when you watch a trailer for that game, it's the same thing, where you're like, there's a guy flying around, and you, like, eat fruit, and things change size, and then you disappear, okay. and, like, now you're walking, like, now you're flying. I what thought you, I going, thought you were like, going to say that the gameplay experience is like watching the trailer oh. to Nobi Nobi Boy. <laughs> it kind of is at the beginning, actually, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of... It, I got a similar... I derived sort of a similar type of enjoyment out of it for, for a certain period of time, because I liked slowly figuring out how the stuff I was learning to do resulted in that crazy shit that someone made a trailer of. Right. If you know what I mean? Like that, I, I, I sort of enjoyed that about Nobi Nobi Boy as well, where it's like when I watched a video of this, it was completely incomprehensible to me, but now I'm actually doing all that stuff. Right. That's sort of, that's something that is very uncommon in video games. I mean, usually we play games where we're so accustomed. We, you know, you watch a video of a shooter, an RPG or an adventure game or whatever. And it's like, okay, I know what those mechanics are. I've done them in a million other games. So I realize you know, what someone was doing to make this trailer. In, in these games, until you play them, you really don't. And that's not in itself, like, good or bad, but it is something that's kind of funny and, and unique. And so I did enjoy it a little bit for that reason. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you, you, it's a weird game, but it's also $5, and I think there's a demo. Although I've heard the demo is not, is not very uh, good because it's very limited. But it's a wacky game. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so you got, any, got anything else? I don't think so. You? Any games? Sweet games? No. Nintendo Help Active. Continuing podcast. Video games, hot scoops, nice seg, far right to the wizard. Ho 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 for Dead Space Extraction for the Nintendo Wii. Oh, and there's a thing called this. the Necro Flyer. No, I haven't seen which that. Which is a guy. Is that, does this isn't the same like genus as the Lust Minion? What? It kind of is because it's a guy who's been transformed into sort of a bat-like creature. Creature, yeah. you know, necromorph. So bat-like minion, you might say. Yeah. So, so he's got like a torso with a no necromorph? legs. Yes, that's the ne- what they're called. I don't in Dead play Space. these games. Sorry, that's yes. games. Video okay. Games. So, I don't, play, I don't know. All right. So, so in Dead Space, there's some sort of alien creature. Creature yeah, I, I that turns people into weird things, yeah, and they're called necromorphs. I didn't know that though. And the a piece <laughs> of concept really art that was released for Dead Space Two. Extraction is a picture of something called a necro flyer 
That's the worst name. Yeah, and it's a and it's a bat-like man that's like that's man transformed into like a, a, a bat-like creature. And the thing is that like to like retain his humanity and make it Steve's, disturbing. Steve's making like jazz hands. Uh, here. He's wearing they, shoes. They, they left like a toupee. <laughs> they, they like left. Well, no, they left like a toupee on him. Like he still has like oh, a part in his hair. But is a weird bat flesh and creature. Glasses. So you, uh, you surmise this is actually intended to be a two extraction toupee that he can't part with the idea. No, of... but I'm just saying it looks like one. <laughs> oh, okay. Because that would be even more amazing if that was the actual concept. Well, he's got like now. Look, we we really wanted to make sure this guy hung on, hung yeah. on to what he had left as a human, and so so he, he still, sort of morphs and takes it back has... up off the floor <laughs> yeah, and exactly. puts it on, and then there's his origin, <laughs> this origin scene. That, no, that it's, it's just it's like... in the manual if you read about it. He wears his toupee. <laughs> no, it's just it's just I like... like that noise he made as he takes to the sky. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a skull faced flesh bat creature with a hairstyle. Because that happens a lot in these games for some reason. No, okay. Which game was it that had the upside down skull? Is that Doom Three? Doom Three. Doom Three. <laughs> Doom Three had an upside down and skull spider other, monster. Yeah. Other games, amazingly. When I played that, the first when I played the I, I played it for a couple hours, and yeah, when I played it, that was kind of my initial reaction, and yeah. it made me not able to continue with it. Right. Because you just kind of you 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 come around a corner and there's just a big it's like comical. Like, well, there's there's just a like, big shaved muppet that like <laughs> wobbles its arms at you, and, and you're like, yeah. oh no, <laughs> God, you're so, really selling this. I should play this game if you want. <laughs> if it contained an actual shaved muppet, I would definitely play this game. <laughs> you should wait for the second one. It's got necro flyers. That's true. I heard about they're spinning toupees and stuff. Yeah. Um, wait, visceral game. Wait, you just said spinning. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's in the game, right? They aren't like a. They're, they aren't well, you're like a zing, like. Yeah, they, they, they aren't on some like slapstick British comedy show from the 60s. Well, no, isn't it? It's a guy with a toupee wearing like a yellow suit with red polka dots, and then his toupee goes flying off. He's got a bow tie that spins around. Yeah, it squirts water at you. Like I a think. flower. Yeah, and his eyes get like really big. Yeah, this is confirmed facts about Dead Space Two that we're talking about here. <laughs> No, they are not. You're this right. is this is when like a woman with feathered feathered hair and like a low cut dress says something that's like a double entendre, and then he looks at the camera. Right, and... then she falls over. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, God, man, and shaved muppets are awesome. everywhere. It's just so good, <laughs> man. Oh, so visceral. <laughs> Video games. I saw your I saw your shirt in my peripheral vision, and I thought it was the Akira shirt with the uh, with the kid spy. walking towards <laughs> the motorcycle. No, it's not that. No, it's, it's the spy. I'm aware. From, from Team Fortress. Yeah, the second. it's possibly less nerdy by degrees than than an Akira shirt. Yeah, yeah. I got it for free. So On the I'm other hand, an Akira shirt. shirt has some amount of kind of old school cred at this point that it didn't have when but we were in high school. If that button-up shirt was silk. And had flames on it. <laughs> and Gokus. And also a thousand Gokus. <laughs> Gokus. <laughs> well, it would be like three big Gokus. Well, there's like the one big Goku right here. Yeah. And like a small and silhouette gymnastics photo Goku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but then but then there's one like going Super Saiyan on the back real right. big. Right, that's true. And then the spy shirt would lose by default. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because it was... Why are you wearing that Goku shirt? Video game. Poor Bionic Commando. Video game. Hey, that's my line. Jack up your butt. Whoa, that's yours, though. For the puffins. <laughs> jack up your butt for puffins. No, no check. This is like, oh, this is like jack. Yeah. What are you talking jack about? Jack up the butt for puffins. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> Idle thumbs 31. Jack up your butt for puffins. <laughs> oh, puffins are back. Awesome. <laughs> and butts.